Hi everyone and welcome to Thriving in Limpopo. I am Tabang and today we are having corporate identity. You know, this is the first episode uh, where we'll be talking about everything uh, corporate identity related. So I have a host today. I'm not alone. I'm co-hosting this uh, podcast with uh, Philmon Stoll and Walter Baloy. And while we still waiting for Walter to connect, um, I think uh, we can give uh, Philmon a bit of a time to introduce himself, his skills, and uh, so that we can get to know the host. Phil, are you there? Yes, uh, thank you so much for having me today. Um, uh, essentially, uh, what I do is um, I specialize in uh, SMEs and uh, I have a master's degree where I focused a master's degree in business management where I focused on SMEs. Um, so my focus area is around SMEs and um, uh, marketing that relates that relates to SMEs and then especially with a special focus on uh, digital marketing. So that's one of the areas that I specialized in. Okay, thank you very much. And and I guess that is very much relevant uh, when we look into you know the current you know atmosphere um, that has been brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the importance of having these different skills and so on. Um, so having those skills is very important. You can agree on that. Yeah, you, you are 100% correct. And uh, actually, if you look at the, the business landscape, whether you're talking about SMEs or uh, the big businesses, uh, I think COVID-19 has brought about a total different landscape in such a way that um, it exposed businesses, you know, uh, that were not uh, taking this whole thing of digital presence very serious. So with the advent of this, um, uh, this crisis, I think it has brought about uh, a whole lot of dynamics in terms of uh, businesses. If you look at the reports right now, uh, a whole lot of businesses are going online now. and. Uh, uh, some of them are not are not uh, even prepared, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and Mr. Walter, since you just joined us here, uh, let's, uh, yes. talk about, let's talk about corporate identity. Um, how can we we best define it? Uh, how how can we best define this corporate identity to people? Um, yeah, thanks, uh, Mr. Tarang, for having me and my friend Phil. Um, I hope you're doing good and you're staying safe that site as well. Yeah, so, man, we're, we're staying safe. We're trying to uh, to survive, you know, with this lockdown, everything, today. Yeah, I like, know. It's a way of um, actually keeping us alive um, and staying safe. So basically, I think. Um, uh, a corporate identity is a quite very broad and uh, is something that um, I think we actually need to try by all means to break it into pieces so that we can be able to understand it. And I'm quite very happy that you actually uh, came up with this topic and say, guys, let's um, get together and see if we can actually unpack this and, um, and find the fundamentals uh, relating to a corporate identity. 
So maybe if I actually try to explain it in um, a WhatsApp version of it, I will say corporate identity actually uh, includes all companies' visual um, aspects and design elements. So basically, we're talking about reaching from the logos to social media as well as stationery, um, like branding your pen or branding your uh, your cup of coffee. So. Mm. Brand image um, actually instantly is recognizable due to a strong corporate identity. And this creates actually a very lasting impression for customers. So by wearing your particular brand, branded your name or the name of the company, or having uh, a big poster outside your shop, or in your profile, um, social media profile, having a background image of your um name of company of anything that actually will actually create a very lasting impression to your customers and is something that people or entrepreneurs or anyone in business i I had um um, phil my friend talking about um um, creating an impression and as well as uh, uh ensuring that you actually invest into that so it's quite very 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 important that uh, is something that we need to actually unpack and understand the fundamentals relating to that and uh, just, just to come in there, Walter, um, just to add on what Walter is saying, um, I think in addition to that, you think of corporate identity as uh, addressing the question of um, what are you as a business and uh, what are you? And uh, if you look at what Walter has said already, uh, those things, all those elements, they actually tell the customer uh, what kind of a business are you and uh, what are your values. And, uh, Absolutely. and so the all encompass the, the corporate identity it, it, it should be able uh, as customers should be able to see and tell who are you by merely looking all those articles and aspects that also has already talked about yeah fundamentals yeah. my friend fundamentals yes so so I, i'm looking in, in in our environment like in in particularly in south africa where there are so very little uh, resources that business, small business in particular, need to share in order to survive. How important can this be to, you know, set the business apart here, Phil? How important can this be? Well, one of the the key elements of corporate social, I, I mean, corporate identity, is that um, it is one aspect of when we talk about a competitive advantage for businesses. In other words, what makes you unique so that uh, the customers can prefer your business over your competitors. So corporate identity is um, one of the crucial aspects because it's your visual identity, which is one of the most important aspects of your brand. And it makes you recognizable. So and also it gives you a competitive advantage in such a way that if you um, design your corporate uh, identity well you you become easily distinguishable compared to your competitors and another key element is your corporate identity um, will obviously speak to your branding and it gives you a unique position in the market uh, so that you can be able to compete and um, it gives you relevance. Uh, you know, it makes you relevant to your particular uh, market, and it gives you that feeling of uniqueness. You know, uh, customers want that unique thing, um, and which is distinct as well. So I would say, 
um, corporate identity is uh, uh, especially when you look at the limited resources. If you do it well, it, it can um, make magic for your business. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, true. And, and I agree. Okay. And and and, and looking at this, uh, and I truly agree with this because for me as a person who, and I believe Walter, you are in the photography business, <laughs> and uh, for for me as a person who's in logistic, you, so we've got a whole lot of people who are in logistic, a whole lot of people who are in transportation, so they are forever competing for a digital space. So what we we started doing as of this year was to try to position our you know identity you know, yeah digitalism to a point that even when people call us yeah they don't they refer to the company name now they no longer refer asking who they're speaking to exactly. can this be attributed to you know a better strategy walter here of using uh, corporate identity to set yourself uh, apart from your competitors yes yeah it, it does it does Taba. you know Tabang, um i still remember very well when I started my very first venture and part of raising fund was to actually sell branded t-shirts. So all mm. named um, um, rabbit concepts. So that mm. actually captured a lot of attention and customers were even calling me Mr. Rabbit. This is uh, mm. some mm. of fundamentals that Phil's, uh, Phil was talking about uh, recently. That makes you standing uh, to, to stand out. These are one of the importance and effects of corporate identity. So key takeout from that is entrepreneurs need to design content that showcase an, a comparative color explosion, which will actually reflect operations and services of their company. So you actually highlighted that I mean um, photography business. For me mm. to ensure that every picture that I capture, every poster that I design, I have my logo and my name there. That makes me stand out and people will be able to find me, right? So mm. considering True. of every single visual aspect that the customer or rather a customer will be faced with, this, to be honest, mm. isn't by any means any easy process. Um, Phil will actually um, agree with me here yeah, from yeah. his uh, business management practices, um, expertise and experiences. And he actually covered some of these elements in, 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 in his comment uh, recently. So I really yeah. do agree with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to add on um, what Walter was alluding to regarding uh, the rabbit, you know, that's that's a very simple symbol, yet a very powerful symbol that you know uh, attributes the uniqueness of that uh, kind of a business. When people think about the rabbit, they think about your business, and that becomes part of your mm. uh, your signature, actually. So it's very important in that regard. Yeah, you know it does, and you find one person going to the grocery store to buy the maybe some groceries for a month, then they come across um, a, a perfume fragment, a Playboy, then they start calling or typing mm. on WhatsApp or Facebook and say, "Dude, are you trying to steal Playboy's um, image or logo?" <laughs> so that is a spark, my friend. Immediately you put your finger into something that is well known out there and position yourself to be a competitive 
I'm telling you, you're going to penetrate through the principle of that corporate identity. So this is quite an interesting discussion we are having here. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. It's very interesting. And, in, and it's very relatable and practical because we are talking about the things that you walk around, you see them. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm looking here in particular, and I still draw it back to South Africa. There are a number of uh, what the one can term as these market entry businesses, mm-hmm. which include businesses such as car washes, catering, hair salons, amongst others. At, one po- at what point should anyone in this business start having you know, a corporate identity strategy? And uh, you know who should be assigned to this responsibility? Should it be the owner, or should you rather go out and have an external person for that job? Well, normally what happens is, um, uh, you know, I always um, um, tell the the SME owners and the small business um, practitioners say, normally when you are in this kind of businesses, and uh, this is the case even in most SMEs, you find the business owner doing almost everything, you know. Uh, the marketing part, mm. the product design, and even production in some instances. And in the services industry, you find that the the owner or the entrepreneur is also the guy that that's providing that particular service. So it really depends on uh, how the business is growing. You know, uh, if you are running a car wash, um, you are doing your catering, your hair salon, and uh, those type of businesses, and you can see that your business is growing. Uh, that's where I think you need now to start to conceptualize uh, in terms of how do you want your business to be built? How do you want your customers to get your business? And uh, what are the symbols? That's where you start to think about things like logos. Um, that's where you start to think about how do you design your marketing uh, and promotional material. That's where you start to think about uh, maybe registering your businesses. Uh, formally, so that's where okay. now you start to create your official uh, corporate identity to say, I want my customers and even potential customers to be getting this. I, I, I agree, mm-hmm. I agree. So um, I think maybe mm-hmm. I can actually jump in there and basically, to be honest, this start with you as a businessman. It mm-hmm. is your responsibility mm-hmm that you start believing in your brand and strategies before you Mm. can actually consult with any professional service provider out there. Mm. So Mm. you need to position yourself. So I think, um, um, Phil, actually, I I, I like how you basically um, approaching this uh, um, um, question that, uh, or discussion rather, that Tawang just wanted to say, whose responsibility it is? Uh, Is it your responsibility to start coming up with the strategies and so on? So Mm. maybe to also, um, di- uh, dive deep into it. We need to start thinking of the SME perspective, a small medium enterprise. So Phil touched yeah. that space. Too. But before maybe breaking that in pieces of an SME uh, person who owns a car wash or catering or a small construction company. So we need to understand um, the fundamentals of FMCG, first moving mm. consumer goods, because that's where our brothers that's where these small business owners are buying their goods from right true so so looking into fmcgs and how the fmcgs are contributing to the small businesses now 
you will notice very well that these big brands are selling uh, their goods to these retail wholesalers. We know them. Um, I'm not sure if it's wise to mention the names, but you'll find the Cash and Carry, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the small business owners are basically ordering or buying their goods at Cash and Carry. Now, what is the cash there? The big brands, they will produce the products, sell or supply Cash and Carry with their products, and now the companies the small business owners they will go to those particular uh, um, retail big retail stores to buy the goods then you will find the likes of coca-cola giving out the um, uh, the free billboards or the the, the fridge um, display mm. fridge free of mm. charge to to the spaza owners then what is the, the cash into that is the coca-cola brand is in that fridge right exactly. or the coca-cola brand is in the billboard that is going to be posted out of your store mm, so mm. it started with the big brands taking ownership of making sure that they own their identity before they actually taking it out there so now you as a small business owner you need to take account of your brand then you will find um um uh, my friends <laughs> uh, they, they will basically uh my friends um from east side of africa most of them um I'll, I'll actually um specifically talk about somalians you will find that they are painting their stores in a blue most color and mm-hmm. they can write it uh, outside maybe 2020 or 2010 uh, fifa supermarket or 2010 uh, blue corner for instance then you boom everyone now will start recognizing that uh, store they will know that i'm going to fifa 2020 um store and that actually make that uh, particular somalian guy to stand out from everyone mm, else mm, mm. so no, the uh, coca-cola boosted them the brand is there so they're out i mean you need to take ownership mm. no i totally agree with you walter and um the example that you used of Coca-Cola is very relevant because, um, and this is something that we discuss uh, normally when we talk about the supply chains as well, that um, that's one of the things that has helped Coca-Cola to, in terms of their distribution to reach even to the remote areas because their brand is known even beyond uh, the, the bigger cities. So again, it boils down to the entrepreneur, the, the business owner themselves to create their own identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 how how best Phil? How best can this strategy work for BNBs? We know their their reach is mostly, you know, online. Um, they they don't have the footprint as Coca Cola has. Um, how best can the strategy work for them? Well, normally, if you look at a business like BNBs, um, 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 they thrive on um, the tourism industry. And you'd recognize that uh, I think they are one of the hardest to hit businesses during this COVID lockdown uh, because of the restriction of movement. But essentially, if you look at the businesses like that and that particular type of industry, um, and Airbnb during these days has to have a presence online because normally when people uh, travel, where do they search for information? They go online, they go to your normal uh, organic search engines, they go to your social media. So I think one of the strategies that you get if you are an Airbnb owner, 
uh, you should look at uh, for example using uh, e-commerce sites like your um, hotels.com your bookings.com and upload your information on those particular sites but also you should also look at having uh, your, your presence on sites like twitter instagram uh, as well as facebook because if you create for example you create a uh, a page on facebook you can be able on a regular basis interact with your potential customers and then also it will help you to um, to get feedback so that's one of the the, the, the things that you would want to look at if you are in the in the bnb uh, business yeah and and and, and looking um uh, you know we often hear people complaining that it may not necessarily be professional um should we use gmail as gents as part of uh, our company email account should we use gmail or should we just get the personalized company email how how much of a big deal is this to not your uh, um, corporate identity. Well, absolutely. Um, what do you want to come yeah. in? I know. I'm actually um, laughing about it because someone recently <laughs> um, told me that I need to start taking that serious. But you can actually um, jump into it. Yeah, I was saying. Um, look, something like an email. Because when we talk about corporate uh, uh, identity, we're not talking about um, the issues of your graphic design part of it your logo it includes your things like your business card your your email address and the thing with um, <clears throat> with your emails like gmail is um you know a whole lot of scammers come through this type of things so if you're going to uh, interact with your customers using something like gmail uh, there might be that element of trust you know uh, people not uh, trusting the authenticity of the of that particular communication so it's highly um, recommended that you you personalize the email address uh, in terms of the name of your business or even the domain name of your business and then once you 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 customize that uh, you include things like the logos of your business uh, on the signature of your email and if you've got any promotions or any specials you include that in the in the um, in the signature of your email so that when you communicate you're also doing what you're also doing uh, marketing for your business promotion for whatever uh, reason that you might be having so yes um, personalizing is highly recommended Yeah, Walter? Yeah, no, um, th- th- that's very true. I can't actually um, argue out more there. So personalizing your your your, your uh, email, um, it actually makes you stand out, and then you become basically legit, and then your customers, uh, they will actually start uh, developing trust before they actually even open you, opening your email. Exactly. So it's quite very important that you put out um um your company name um into your email personalize it um stay away from public um domain uh emails yeah uh, and actually personalize your email that basically makes you stand out and then it actually shows how professional and serious you are about your services and yes, yes. you taking everything that you are doing into account and then you actually care about the experience the client experience mm. So it actually is it's quite mm. very important that you basically um, start branding your your email. It's quite very very um, important. 
Okay, and and uh, let's talk about advertising here, gents. Uh, the truth of the matter is that uh, we are living in a digital world now. Uh, it, it may not be as fast as it is in, in, in our country, but globally and, and everywhere, it looks like uh, there is a massive move into the digital space. So when we, we try to incorporate advertising into our corporate identity, um, in terms of advertising, what, what is what are we recommending? Do we go? Do we say to people, please go digital, or printer should maybe you know they do both? Which which one is best? <laughs> um, I think that is a million dollar question, my friend. Eh? Um, to be honest, um, I will actually go with my uh, self perspective of things, and I'll also try to touch for those who are looking into um, uh, a different marketing strategy, whether they want to attract a walk-in market or they want to um, stretch their legs and reach for people outside their borders. So for me, I would say digital advertising, my friend, platform is power. Mm. A new way of life is hosting your product and services on the digital platforms. So digital marketing mm. is everything for me. So maybe, maybe let, let, let's look um, look at it in this in this way, right? If you're looking to reach out people outside your local area, then you need to start looking mm. using um, the platforms. And but if you are looking into mm. um, uh, reaching for people who are within your area, not outside your area, and then most of your customers. Um, people on foot then it is very important to mm. put the billboards to print out the pamphlets so that you can actually hand out those mm. so it's a matter of uh, what are you actually selling and who is your target market and then how fast do you want to grow but i can guarantee you that mm. internet uh, phil was actually talking about the e-commerce and and posting your information or getting information about the bnbs and so on but digital is life. That is future, and then everyone goes there. We, you see how um, uh, the, 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 the government as well as the states are actually investing so much into the things like robotics, whereby they're trying to teach everyone um, about the robotics and digital and uh, way of doing things online. As early as um, the development of a child, that tells you that in the long run, we're gonna walk away from the traditional way of advertising things and then move into mm. reaching out via digital. Remember when you talk about a wireless um, um, people listening to radio, that is a digital method. By putting it out there, it's mm. digitized, it reached thousands and thousands of people. But again, do not forsake the power of putting a billboard out there on the road. Do not, because those yeah, actually yeah. are still fundamentals. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, but that's still very much expensive. Uh, that's that's uh, for me. I've, I've always, you know, I, I do advertising on my business, and at one yeah. point, I got uh, a quote from a local newspaper, and they quoted me. I don't, I cannot measure the space, but it's quite a tiny, small space. They quoted me for something like nine hundred there, but it was still a bit cheaper. But when you take the same um you know advert and you put it on facebook for for the same amount 
that is like an advert for a whole month reaching close to a thousand people but at the same time as you're saying you also need to you know not let go of those people who are not necessarily yeah, yeah, on you know. digital platforms who are not uh, so you need to yeah, keep those I agree with you guys uh, 100%. Um you know the bottom line of advertising whether you are going digital or or print it's all about knowing your customer uh, so that you can be able to customize your your approach in that regard. Um uh, and let's say for example you decide to go digital one of the key things that you need to consider is you've got to have a clearly defined Uh, digital marketing strategy a clearly defined objective measurable objective that you are going to use uh, to measure whether your digital marketing strategy is mm. effective or not and uh, if your customers as old has already said are those that uh, you know the so called walk ins uh, you can then look at the the, the print site mm. The thing about digital now is that um, most of the businesses they 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 have uh, a digital presence and uh, the good thing about digital presence is that you can use um analytics tools to understand your customer behavior their purchasing patterns and preferences as well so let's say for example you've got a website um and you advertise your uh, through your website on twitter on instagram or on facebook or even on your organic search engines such as google that particular thing uh, um, uh, to put it this way it feeds you with the information to say who is interacting with your website and where are they interacting from so that uh, in future campaigns in your future marketing campaigns you can be able to understand your customers better and then also it tells you about their purchasing behavior so it's uh, about the customer at the point Yes. No, I I agree. I, I absolutely absolutely agree. And by using um some of those elements that Phil was actually talking about, uh search engines uh, where you can actually understand the patterns and the behavior of your customers. Mm. They actually uh help you in building the cu- good customer experience. Mm. Because remember by being in a digital platform people can still complain about your product and then other people will be able to see it right mm. so that simply tells you that you can actually yeah. measure the experience of the customer mm. whether they are satisfied or not and if now they are not really satisfied then it helps you as an entrepreneur or a businessman now to tailor your products and the services in a way that they will basically suit the needs of the of of, of your customers mm. so understanding all those um traits and then um uh, having that uh data to perform your analytics see what products are what products are consumed more than the others and at which season as and like when the, the seasons are changing it helps you to know when to put what in your shelves mm. and then what to take out so and this this mm. uh, if we look at it uh, this way we already doing this from the traditional way of doing things we not just doing it sm- in a smart way so i'm going to give you a very practical example uh, tawang you find that um when season is changing mm. this are uh, people who are in uh, textile industry who are selling t-shirts and the clothes um they will always 
remove clothes mm. uh, from their shelf or from their cart somewhere on on, 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 on the digital platform. Mm. You come, winter is coming, they start putting the sweaters, they start putting hoodies. Mm. Um, winter, when winter goes out, they put the short sleeves t-shirts and so on. They understand the trail of the season. Mm. But now, imagine if you have that in a platform, um, in a digital platform, and then it helps you with the uh, 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 traits of uh, of information and uh, data to perform that analytics for you. Yeah. From people, uh, remember if I visit several sites more often, those are the kind of adverts I will get uh, when I, I, I visit other sites. Mm. So that is power. So what Phil actually is talking about is something mm. that we might need to basically go into discussion um, in our next cash-ups. Yeah. And that is power, my friend. Just, just, just yeah, add, and, uh, guys, um, uh, and, and look, uh, you know, we were talking about Airbnbs right now, and uh, one of the things, let's say, for example, uh, Tavang, mm. you own uh, an Airbnb and you've got a website, so and you advertise it on your website. So what yeah. happens is one of the key information that you're going to get from mm. there, from an analytics perspective, is you're going to get. The types of customers that are booking your Airbnb, for example, are they business people? Are they leisure people? Are they couple? Are they groups? Are they school groups? So, in such a way that that information is going to help you to design uh, your Airbnb, your BNB better, so that it can be able to suit uh, the majority of your your visitors. Yeah, 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 and and uh, really, this week we saw like a great move in terms of, you know, a company changing its corporate identity and trying to be, you know, in tune with what is happening, and and that is uh, a TikTok, mm. a, a popular video sharing site. Um, what they've done uh, is that they have appointed Kevin Mayer from Disney, who was the head of streaming services, mm. as the new CEO. And uh, a whole lot of uh, you know comments have been saying that this could be a move um, for TikTok now to start using the platform to advertise itself, you know, to try and put it in the in the league with uh, your you know, mm. Instagram, your Facebook now. Um, and do you perhaps maybe see companies now starting to use influencers from TikTok to push? You know, for their corporate identity, as opposed to simply paying for the adverts, because sometimes adverts people just scroll through. So if you've got a strong influencer who's got mm. like a hundred thousand, one million followers, well, do you, you see them? The, um, the funny thing about uh, a TikTok is uh, just like most of these um, uh, instant uh, communication uh, uh, platforms, uh, companies are looking at ways of how can mm. they now uh, capitalize in terms of putting their advertisements there. Uh, and if you look at TikTok, they, I mean, they have like 500 million users worldwide. And um, in the first quarter of 2018, for example, it mm. was the most downloaded app uh, on Apple. So that tells you the popularity of, of, of that particular platform. So if you, you, you as a company, you yeah. use TikTok right, you can be able to introduce your business or your product to a huge audience. Uh, because if you look at 500 million users worldwide, and as an influencer, you've got like uh, maybe uh, over 10,000 audience or, or followers. Uh, that 
that in itself uh, gives exposure to a whole lot of people. So I think TikTok is one of the, the key areas um, that uh, which uh, SMEs can be able to uh, to tap into, especially in the digital presence. And when they do that, uh, you also have to think about how do you design your content? Because the content that you design for TikTok is going to be slightly different to the content that you design for your Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So you have to study that particular platform, understand it, understand the trends, how does it move, so that you can be able to do what to um, to tailor and customize your your marketing content. Otherwise, it's going to be irrelevant. Absolutely yes, absolutely yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I think to add on that, uh, Tavang. So we actually saw the same thing when Twitter influencers turned into brand ambassadors. Mm. You find a person with a lot of followers approached by uh, big companies or companies rather to start promoting goods and um, products for them. So I can actually guarantee you that those who will have a lot of followers on TikTok will be approached by companies to run promotions. And of course, I mean, companies will also host their ads on TikTok mm. because, I mean, Phil actually highlighted the numbers and figures there to say there were about 500 million downloads of that particular ad. Mm. So you can, it, it can actually tell you that if you host your ad on, on TikTok, of course, you will have a lot of um, um, uh, people actually interacting with your ad. And I mean, um, almost everyone is actually uh, using social media. And for those that are basically using social media, they're already jumped and they're already jumping into that platform now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a very interesting uh, phenomenon that we are observing. And I think it is really about to you know, change how the whole corporate identity has been has been looked at. Um, you know, and I think particularly as you know, when whenever companies are looking into digital uh, platforms to push their corporate identities, it's important also to note, uh, you know, to be careful of um, what you put out, um, so that it doesn't really backfire because. You know, so social media and digital mm-hmm. platforms have got way much power in in the you know mm-hmm. the view that pe- the public has on, on on companies. Now, as we wrap up, as we wrap up, what can you advise, gents? Here, what can you advise? What kind of advice can you give to someone who's starting out a business today regarding how they should shape their own identity? Uh, someone who's who doesn't even have a, a product out yet. What are those things that they need to start with uh, from the scratch? Um, and to make yeah, sure that they maybe uh, before I actually um, put a comment about wrapping up um, uh, Tabang, I'm, I'm, I just want to comment on the last sentence that you actually made about uh, um, um, social media and how it can actually be good to you and also bad to you. So I think a trademark um, is quite important, right? Um, that simply means registering your, your your brand. So social media is a platform, of course, uh, where we can use it to get exposure. But then if you use it to get exposure without being registered again, um, or registering your brand, your company brand, then boom, you lose. Mm. It's a game of chess. So it's quite good. Uh, and jumping into wrapping up and um, a bit of advice, I think finding what can make you stand out then 
brand your products or services um, and align your image to your services and um, making sure that you basically build your brand that will actually assist in maximizing a, a consumer and market appeal so it is quite very important that you basically um, find what can make you stand out and then do it with passion then brand your products or services if you're selling um, mostly consumable products or products that people can wear make sure that you brand it but if you're in a uh, industry whereby you basically providing a service make sure that your, your your brand and your image is of professionalism so phil actually talk, uh, spoke about uh, the things like uh, uh, branding your uh, your uh, customizing your email address and ensuring that your business cards are, are actually in line and mm. proper so make sure that you find what can what can make you stand out and then brand it that will actually maximize um, your uh, your market appeal absolutely yeah um <clears throat> just to to conclude um you know one of the the key aspects uh guys when it, it comes to um small businesses and uh, entrepreneurs who are still uh, starting up i think uh Tawang, you would remember there was a a very very uh product uh that, <laughs> yeah. that, that had a very funny name do you guys remember that? I remember that one. Eh? Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you see, those are some of the things uh, when you do business, you have to think them through. Starting from the name of your product, how's your product going to look? If you are selling a consumable product, or even if you are selling a uh, uh, things like apparel, because you want to have a product with a name that is catchy that is easy to remember, that is simple, and that is not insulting. I mean, if you, you talk about the example that I just referred to right now, that's not one of the products that you want to have uh, uh, with a family uh, on your table at a family dinner. So the last advice <laughs> that I want to, that I would give to, yeah, that I would give to, um, to business, uh, the startups out there, Guys, one of the critical things uh, for you as a startup is, and this is what I always tell uh, people when you do our, our training, have your business canvas. Your business canvas is going to be one page. It's like your pitch, where you have yes. your, where you have um, uh, all your idea, discussion mm. of your product, and uh, um, all those elements that you have to, have to uh, include in your business canvas. That one pager, is going to be the one, uh, the the one selling point that you're going to be using in terms of uh, looking for customers, looking for funding, and stuff like that. And it's also yes. going to, to inform your marketing strategy. It's going to inform uh, the design of your corporate identity. It's going to inform a whole lot of the aspects of your business. So that's one of the most crucial things that I would advise. Uh, the SMEs and the startups out there to have have your business canvas, uh, have your idea of uh, things like the logos, uh, your marketing strategy, and most importantly, know who's going to be your customers. Yes, that is your ammunition. Your ammunition. Exactly. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that was a very informative uh, uh, advice that you gave there. And just just before we also wrap up, uh, where can people um, you know get in touch with you uh, whenever they need you guys services? Is it about before you Bahamas? actually even proceed? Um, you, you, you nearly <laughs> said Bahamas. <laughs> That's a catch, my friend. Immediately you go on Google, you put Bahamas. Yeah. I will come up there. Power of corporate identity man. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Come up, <laughs> and and you know what walter yeah yeah actually i think we might, need our, we might need the whole segment of this uh and educate the, the the business owners out there to say how does it come that when you type bahamas walter's business bahamas come out on your uh on your google search, google search. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should be for next weekend's topic but let's put it there could be very much interesting because exactly. then what you'll be doing you'll be leveraging on what is existing to try to put something that just started recently um so you can be using the power of the bahamas exactly. as a well-known uh, area to leverage your business itself so where can people with you guys and um, just quickly tell them um, what business you're doing i think i should um, i will start on that um so i'm on um all major um social media platforms um twitter facebook and instagram you can actually find me by um walter the first walter underscore uh there underscore uh first and i'm also on linkedin as um walter baloy um so yeah um and also of course about the bummers as well um is on um facebook and uh, instagram um uh as the bummers one at the bummers one yeah yeah um i mostly use um linkedin for professional link up because i'm in the business services uh, so actually what we do is uh, we specialize in research and market research as well as um, digital marketing and analytics thereof. So if you are looking for <clears throat> for our uh, right there on YouTube, I mean on your uh, LinkedIn, Monsipile is my name, find me there on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, okay, thank you very much. And I think that's uh, all that we had for this first episode. And uh, we'll be looking uh, you know, forward for the next weekend when we'll uh, be uh, chatting on these issues as well. So thank you very much, guys. Um, I think we just have to go back. We, I also, from this session, I really believe that there are certain areas in my business that were lacking. So I will, I will be revisiting it and listening to this uh, podcast and start rebuilding whatever that I was building. No, thank you for having us. Podcast. Thank you very much and um, have a great weekend. Thanks, thanks, weekend. Um, Have a great weekend and a safe one too. Hi everyone and welcome to Thriving in Limpopo. I am Tavang and today we are having corporate identity. You know, this is the first episode uh, where we'll be talking about everything uh, corporate identity related. So I have 
uh, host today. I'm not alone. I'm co-hosting this uh, podcast with uh, Philmon Stoll and Walter Baloy. And while we still waiting for Walter to connect, um, I think uh, we can give uh, Philmon a bit of a time to introduce himself, his skills, and uh, so that we get get to know the host. Phil, are you there? Yes. Uh, thank you so much for having me today. Um, essentially, um, what I do is um, I specialize in uh, SMEs, and uh, I have a master's degree where I focused a master's degree in business management where I focused on SMEs. Um, so my focus area is around SMEs and um, uh, marketing that relates, that relates to SMEs and then especially with a special focus on uh, digital marketing. So that's one of the areas that I specialized in. Okay, thank you very much. And and I guess that is very much relevant uh, when we look into you know the current you know atmosphere um, that uh, has been brought about by the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, the importance of having these different skills and so on. Um, so having those skills is very important. You can agree on that. Yeah, you you are one hundred percent correct and. Uh, Actually, if you look at the the business landscape, whether you're talking about SMEs or uh, the big businesses, uh, I think COVID-19 has brought about a total different landscape in such a way that um, it exposed businesses, you know, uh, that were not uh, taking this whole thing of digital presence very serious. So with the advent of this crisis, I think it has brought about uh, a whole lot of dynamics in terms of uh, businesses. If you look at the reports right now, uh, a whole lot of businesses are going online now and uh, mm-hmm. uh, some of them are not are not uh, even prepared, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Mr. Walter, since you just joined us here, uh, uh, let's, yes. talk about corporate, let's talk about corporate identity. Um, how can we, we best define it? Uh, how, how can we best define this corporate identity to people? Um, yeah, thanks, uh, Mr. Tabang, for having me. And my friend, Phil, um, I hope you're doing good and you're staying safe that site as well. Yeah, so, man, we're, we're staying safe. <laughs> we're trying to, uh, to survive, you know, with this lockdown, everything, today, yeah, no. you know. It's a way of um, actually keeping us alive. Um, and staying safe. So basically, I think um, uh, a corporate identity is a quite very broad and uh, is something that um, I think we actually need to try by all means to break it into pieces so that we can be able to understand it. And I'm quite very happy that you actually uh, came up with this topic and say, guys, let's um, get together and see if we can actually unpack this and um and find the fundamentals are relating to a corporate identity so maybe if i actually try to explain it in um, a whatsapp version of it i will say corporate identity actually uh, includes all companies visual um, aspects and design elements so basically we're talking about reaching from the logos to social media 
as well as stationery um like branding your pen or branding your uh, your cup of coffee so mm. brand image um actually instantly is recognizable due to a strong corporate identity and this creates actually a very lasting impression for customers so by wearing your particular brand branded your name or the name of the company or having uh, a big poster outside your shop or in your profile um social media profile having a background image of your um name of company or of anything that actually will actually create a very lasting impression to your customers and is something that people or entrepreneurs or anyone in business i, I had um, um feel my friend talking about um um creating an impression and as well as uh Uh, ensuring that you actually invest into that so it's quite very 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 important that uh, is something that we need to actually unpack and understand the fundamentals relating to that and uh, just, just to come in there walter um just to add on what walter is saying um i think in addition to that you think of corporate identity as uh, addressing the question of um what are you as a business and Uh, what are you and uh, if you look at what walter has said already uh, those things all those elements they actually tell the customer uh, what kind of a business are you and uh, what are your values and uh, absolutely and so the all encompass the, the corporate identity it, it it should be able uh, as customers we should be able to see and tell who are you by merely looking at all those attributes and aspects that also has already talked about yeah fundamentals yeah. my friend fundamentals yes so so I, i'm looking in, in in our environment like in in particularly in south africa where there are so very little uh, resources that business small business in particular need to share in order to survive how important can this be to you know set the business apart here how important can this be Well, one of the the key elements of corporate social I, I mean corporate identity is that um it is one aspect of when we talk about a competitive advantage for businesses in other words what makes you unique so that uh, the customers can prefer your business over your competitors so corporate identity is um one of the crucial aspects because it's your visual identity which is one of the most important aspects of your brand and it makes you recognizable so and also it gives you a competitive advantage in such way that if you um design your corporate uh, identity well you you become easily distinguishable compared to your competitors and another key element is your corporate identity um will obviously speak to your branding and it gives you a unique position in the market Uh, so that you can be able to compete and um it gives you relevance uh, you know it makes you relevant to your particular uh, market and it gives you that feeling of uniqueness you know uh, customers want that unique thing um and which is distinct as well so i would say um corporate identity is uh, uh, especially when you look at the limited resources if you do it well it it can um make magic for your business. Mm, okay. Yeah, no true. And, and I agree. Okay. 
and and and, and looking at this uh, and i truly agree with this because for me as a person who and i believe Walter you are in the photography business <laughs> and uh, for for me as a person who's in logistic so we've got a whole lot of people who are in logistic a whole lot of people who are in transportation so they are forever competing for a digital space so what we we started doing as of this year was to try to position our you know identity you know yeah digitalist to a point that even when people call us yeah they don't they refer to the company name now they no longer refer asking who they're speaking to exactly. can this be attributed to you know a better strategy Walter here of using uh, corporate identity to set yourself uh, apart from your competitors yes yeah it, it does it does Tabang. you know Tabang, um i still remember very well when i started my very first venture and part of raising fund was to actually sell branded t-shirts so all mm. named um, um rabbit concepts so that mm. actually captured a lot of attention and customers were even calling me mr rabbit this is uh, mm-hmm. some of fundamentals that feels uh, phil was talking about uh, recently that makes you standing out, to, to stand out these are one of the importance and effects of corporate identity so key take out from that is entrepreneurs need to design content that showcase an a comparative color explosion which will actually reflect operations and services of their company so you actually highlighted that i mean um photography business for me mm. to ensure that every picture that i capture every poster that i design i have my logo and my name there that makes me stand out and people will be able to find me right so mm. considering True. of every single visual aspect that the customer or rather a customer will be faced with this to be honest mm. isn't by any means any easy process um phil will actually um agree with me here from yeah. his uh, business management practices um expertise and experiences and he actually covered some of these elements in in in, in his comment up uh, uh, recently so i really yeah. do agree with that yeah 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 just to add on um what Walter was alluding to regarding uh, the rabbit you know that's that's a very simple symbol yet a very powerful symbol that you know uh, attributes the uniqueness of that uh, kind of a business when people think about the rabbit they think about your business and that comes part of your mm-hmm. uh, your signature actually so it's very important in that mm-hmm. regard yeah you know it does and you find one or person going to the grocery store to buy the uh, maybe some groceries for a month then they come across um uh, a perfume fragment uh, playboy then they start calling or typing mm. on whatsapp or facebook and say dude are you trying to steal playboy's um image or logo <laughs> so that is a spark my friend immediately you st- put your finger into something that is well known out there and position yourself to be a competitive i'm telling you you're going to penetrate through the principle of that corporate identity so this is quite an uh, interesting discussion we are having here <laughs> yeah no i agree with you it's very interesting and and it's very relatable and practical because we are talking about the things that you walk around you see them uh, yeah. every day mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely mm. so, so i'm looking here in particular and i still draw it back to south africa that there are a number of uh, what the one can term as is market entry businesses mm. which include 
business such as car washes, catering, hair salons, amongst others. At one point, at what point should the anyone in this business start having you know a corporate identity strategy and uh, you know who should be assigned to this responsibility should it be the owner or should you rather go out and have an external person for that job well normally what happens is um uh you know i always um, um tell the <clears throat> the sme owners and the small business uh, practitioners say Normally, when you are in this kind of businesses, and uh, this is the case even in most SMEs, you find the business owner doing almost everything, you know, uh, the marketing part, mm. the product design, and even production in some instances. And in the services industry, you find that the, the owner or the entrepreneur is also the guy that that's providing that particular service. So it really depends on Uh, how the business is growing you know uh, if you're running a car wash um, you are doing your catering your hair salon uh, and those type of businesses and you can see that your business is growing uh, that's where i think you need now to start to conceptualize uh, in terms of how do you want your business to be built how do you want your customers to get your business and uh, what are the symbols that's where you start to think about things like logos um that's where you start to think about how do you design your marketing uh, and promotional material that's where you start to think about uh, maybe registering your businesses uh, formally so that's where yeah. now you start to create your official uh, corporate identity to say i want my customers and even potential customers to get me this i i i agree mm-hmm. i agree So um I think maybe mm-hmm. I can actually jump in there and basically to be honest this start with you as a businessman it mm-hmm. is your responsibility mm-hmm. that you start believing in your brand and strategies before mm-hmm. you can actually consult with any professional service provider out there mm-hmm. so you need to position yourself so I think um, um Phil actually I, I I like how you basically um approaching this uh, um um a question that uh, or discussion rather that Tavang just wanted to say whose responsibility is this uh, is it your responsibility to start coming up with the strategies and so on so mm-hmm. maybe to also um di- uh, dive deep into it we need to start thinking of the SME perspective a small medium enterprise so Phil touched yeah. that space today. but before maybe breaking that in pieces of an SME uh, person who owns a car wash or catering or a small construction company so we need to understand um the fundamentals of FMCG fast moving mm. consumer goods because that's where our brothers mm. that's where these small business owners are buying their goods from right true so true. so mm. looking into FMCGs and how the FMCGs are contributing to the small businesses now you will notice very well that these big brands are selling uh, their goods to these retail wholesalers we know them um i'm not sure if it's wise to mention the names but you'll find the kitchen carry for instance mm-hmm. um uh, the small business owners are basically ordering or buying their goods at kitchen carry now what is the cash there the big brands they will produce the products sell or supply kitchen carry with their products and now the companies the small business owners they will go to those particular uh, um retail big retail stores to buy the goods then you will find the likes of coca cola 
giving out the um, uh, the free billboards or the the, the fridge um, display mm. fridge free of mm. charge to to the spaza owners then what is the, the cash into that is the coca-cola brand is in that fridge right exactly. or the coca-cola brand is in the billboard that is going to be posted out of your store mm. so mm. it started with the big brands taking ownership of making sure that they own their identity before they actually taking it out there so now you as a small business owner you need to take account of your brand then you will find um um uh, my friends <laughs> uh, they, they will basically uh, my friends um are from east side of africa most of them um I'll, I'll actually um specifically talk about somalians you will find that they are painting their stores in a blue most color and mm. they can write it uh, outside maybe 2020 or 2010 uh, fifa supermarket or 2010 uh, blue corner for instance then you boom everyone now will start recognizing that uh, store they will know that i'm going to fifa 2020 um store and that actually make that uh, particular somalian guy to stand out from everyone mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. No, so the, the coca-cola boosted them the brand is there so they're out i mean you need to take ownership mm. no i totally agree with you walter and um the example that you used of coca-cola is very relevant because um and this is something that we discuss uh, normally when we talk about the supply chains as well that um that's one of the things that has helped coca-cola to in terms of the distribution to reach even to the remote areas because their brand is known even beyond uh, the the bigger cities so again it boils down to the entrepreneur the, the business owner themselves to create their own identity mm. yeah yeah and 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 how how best feel how best can this strategy work for bnbs we know their their reach is mostly you know online um they they don't have the footprint as coca cola has um how best can the strategy work for them well normally if you look at a business like um um bnbs um they thrive on um the tourism industry and you recognize that uh, i think they are one of the hardest hit businesses during this covid lockdown uh, because of the restriction of movement but essentially if you look at the businesses like that and that particular type of industry um and airbnb during these days has to have a presence online because normally when people uh, travel where do they search for information they go online they go to your normal uh, organic search engines they go to your social media so i think one of the strategies that you look at if you are in an airbnb owner uh, you should look at uh, for example using uh, e-commerce sites like your um hotels.com your bookings.com and upload your information on those particular sites but also you should also look at having uh, your, your presence on sites like twitter instagram uh, as well as facebook because if you create for example you create a uh, a page on facebook you can be able on a regular basis interact with your potential customers and then also it will help you to um, to get feedback 
So that's one of the the, the, the things that you would want to look at if you are in the in the BNB uh, business. Yeah, and 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 looking, um, uh, you know, we often hear people complaining that it may not necessarily be professional. Um, should we use Gmail as gents as part of uh, our company email account? Should we use Gmail or should we just get a personalized company email? How how much of a big deal is this to you know to your uh, um, corporate identity? Well, absolutely. Um, what do you want to come yeah. in? I know. I'm actually um, laughing about it because someone basically um, <laughs> told me that I need to start taking that serious. But you can actually um, jump into it. Yeah, later. I was saying. Um, look, something like an email. Because when we talk about corporate uh, identity, we're not talking about um, the issues of your graphic design part of it, your logo. It includes your things like your business card, your your email address. And the thing with um, <clears throat> with uh, your emails like Gmail is, um, you know, a whole lot of scammers come through this type of emails. So if you're going to uh, interact with your customers using something like Gmail, uh, there might be that element of trust, you know, uh, people not uh, trusting the authenticity of, the, of that particular communication. So it's highly... Um, recommended that you you personalize the email address uh, in terms of the name of your business or even the domain name of your business and then once you 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 customize that uh, you include things like the logos of your business uh, on the signature of your email and if you've got any promotions or any specials you include that in the in the um, in the signature of your email so that when you communicate you're also doing what you're also doing uh, marketing for your business promotion for whatever uh, reason that you might be having. So, yes, um, personalizing is highly recommended. Yeah, Walter? Yeah, no, um, th- th- that's very true. I can't actually um, argue out more there. So, personalizing your your your, your uh, email, um, it actually makes you stand out and then you become basically legit. And then your customers, uh, they will actually start uh, developing trust before they actually even open you, opening your email. Exactly. So it's quite very important that you put out um, um, your company name um, into your email, personalize it, um, stay away from public um, mm-hmm. domain uh, emails yeah. uh, and actually personalize your email. Mm-hmm. That basically makes you stand out. And then it actually shows how professional and serious you are about your services and yes, yes. you taking everything that you're doing into account and then you actually care about the experience the client experience mm, mm. so it's actually it's, it's, it's quite mm. very important that you basically um start branding your your email it's quite very very um important okay and and, and let's talk about advertising here then the truth of the matter is that uh, we are living in a digital world now. Uh, it, it may not be as fast as it is in, in, in our country, but globally and, and everywhere, it looks like uh, there is a massive move into the digital space. So when we, we try to incorporate advertising into our corporate identity, um, in terms of advertising, what, what is what are we recommending? Yeah. Do we go? Do we say to people 
please go digital or printer should maybe you know they do both which which one is best order <laughs> um i think that is a million dollar question my friend eh? um to be honest um i will actually go with my uh self perspective of things and i'll also try to touch for those who are looking into um uh, a different marketing strategy whether they want to attract a walking market or they want to um stretch their legs and reach for people outside their borders so for me i would say digital advertising my friend platform is power the mm. new way of life is hosting your product and services on the digital platforms so digital marketing marketing mm-hmm. is everything for me so maybe maybe let, let, let's look um look at it in this in this way right if you're looking to reach out people outside your local area then you need to start looking mm-hmm. using um the platforms and but if you are looking into mm-hmm. um uh, are reaching for people who are within your area not outside your area and then most of your customers um people on foot then it is very important to mm. put the billboards to print out the pamphlets so that you can actually hand out those mm. so it's a matter of uh, what are you actually selling and who is your target market and then how fast do you want to grow but i can guarantee you that mm. internet uh Phil was actually talking about the e-commerce and and posting your information or getting information about the BNBs and so on but digital mm. is life that is future and then everyone goes there we you see how um uh the 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 the, the government as well as the states are actually investing so much into the things like robotics whereby they're trying to teach everyone um about the robotics and digital and uh, way of doing things online as early as um the development of a child that tells you that in the long run we're going to walk away from the traditional way of advertising things and then move into mm. reaching out via digital remember when you talk about a wireless um um people listening to radio that is a digital method by putting it out there is mm. digitized it reach thousands and thousands of people but again do not forsake power of putting a billboard out there on the road do not because those yeah, actually yeah. are still fundamentals yeah. i i agree yeah but that's still very much expensive uh, that's just uh, for me I've, i've always you know i i do advertising on my business and at one yeah. point i got uh, a quote from a local newspaper and they quoted me i don't i cannot measure the space but it's quite a tiny small space they quoted me for something like 900 rand but it was still a bit cheaper but when you take the same um you know advert and you put it on facebook for for the same amount that is like an advert for a whole month reaching close to a thousand people but at the same time as you're saying you also need to you know not let go those people are not necessarily yeah, yeah, on you know. digital platforms who are not uh, so you need to yeah, keep those I agree with you guys uh, 100%. Um you know the bottom line of advertising whether you are going digital or or print it's all about knowing your customer uh, so that you can be able to customize your your approach in that regard. Um uh, and 
let's say for example you decide to go digital one of the key things that you need to consider is you've got to have a clearly defined uh, digital marketing strategy a clearly defined objective measurable objective that you are going to use uh, to measure whether your digital marketing strategy is mm. effective or not and uh, if your customers as old has already said are those that uh, you know the so called walk ins uh, you can then look at the the, the print site mm. the thing about digital now is that um, most of the businesses they 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 have uh, a digital presence and uh, the good thing about digital presence is that you can use um analytics tools to understand your customer behavior their purchasing patterns and preferences as well so let's say for example you've got a website um and you advertise your uh, through your website on twitter on instagram or on facebook or even on your organic search engines such as google that particular thing uh, um, uh, to put it this way it feeds you with the information to say who is interacting with your website and where are they interacting from so that uh, in future campaigns in your future marketing campaigns you can be able to understand your customers better and then also it tells you about their purchasing behavior so it's uh, about knowing the customer at the bottom yes No I I agree I, I absolutely absolutely agree and by using um some of those elements that Phil was actually talking about uh search engines uh, where you can actually understand the patterns and the behavior of your customers mm. they actually uh help you in building the cu- good customer experience mm. because remember by being in a digital platform people can still complain about your product and then other people will be able to see it right mm. so that simply tells you that you can actually yeah. measure the experience of the customer mm. whether they are satisfied or not and if now they are not really satisfied then it helps you as an entrepreneur or a businessman now to tailor your products and the services in a way that they will basically suit the needs of the P- of, of of your customers mm. so understanding all those um trades mm. and then um uh, having that uh data to perform your analytics see what products are what products are consumed more than the others and at which season as and like the, when the, the seasons are changing it helps you to know when to put what in your shelves mm. and then what to take out so and this this mm. uh, if we look at it uh, this way we're already doing this from the traditional way of doing things we're not just doing it sm- in a smart way so i'm going to give you a very practical example uh, tawang you find that um when season is changing mm. these uh, people who are in uh textile industry who are selling t-shirts and the clothes um they will always move clothes mm. uh, from their shelf or from their cart somewhere on 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 on, on the digital platform mm. you come winter is coming they start putting the sweaters they start putting hoodies mm. um winter when winter goes out they put the short sleeves t-shirts and so on they understand the trail of the season mm-hmm. but now imagine if you have that in a platform um in a digital platform and then it helps you with that uh, 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 traits of uh, of information and a data to perform that analytics for you 
yeah. from people uh, remember if i visit several sites more often those are the kind of adverts i will get uh, when yeah. I, I i visit other sites mm. so that is power so what phil actually is talking about is something mm. that we might need to basically go into discussion um in our next catch ups yeah and that is power yeah. just just, just yeah, add, uh, guys um, uh, and, and look uh, you know we were talking about airbnbs right now and uh, one of the things let's say for example uh, tarang mm. you own uh, an airbnb and you've got a website so and you advertise it on your website so what yeah. happens is one of the key information that you're going to get from mm. there from an analytics perspective is you're going to get the types of customers that are booking your airbnb for example are they business people are they leisure people are they couple are they groups are the school groups so in such yeah. a way that that information is going to help you to design uh, your abn your bnb better so that it can be able to suit uh, the majority of your your visitors yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh, really this week we saw like a great move in terms of you know a company changing its corporate identity and trying to be you know in tune with what is happening and and that is uh, a tiktok mm. a, a popular video sharing site um what they've done uh, is that they have uh, appointed kevin mayer from disney who was the head of streaming services mm. as the new ceo and uh, a whole lot of uh, you know comments have been saying that this could be a move um for tiktok now to start using the platform to advertise itself you know to try and put it in the in the league with the, your you know mm. Instagram your Facebook now um and do you perhaps maybe see companies now starting to use influencers from TikTok to push you know for their corporate identity as opposed to simply paying for the adverts because sometimes adverts people just scroll through so if you've got a strong influencer who's got mm. like 100,000 1 million followers well do you, you see them doing Um, the funny thing about uh, a TikTok is um, just like most of these um, uh, instant uh, communication uh, uh, platforms, uh, companies are looking at ways of how can mm. they now uh, capitalize in terms of putting their advert- advertisements there. Uh, and if you look at TikTok, they I mean they have like 500 million users worldwide, and um, in the first quarter of 2018 for example it mm. was the most downloaded app uh, on apple so that tells you the popularity of 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 that particular platform so if you 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 as a company you yeah. use tiktok right you can be able to introduce your business or your product to a huge audience uh, because if you look at 500 million users worldwide and as an influencer you have got like uh, maybe uh, over 10,000 audience of followers uh, that that in itself uh, gives exposure to a whole lot of people so i think tiktok is one of the the key areas um, that uh, which uh, smes can be able to uh, to tap into especially in the digital presence and when they do that uh, you also have to think about how do you design your content because the content that you design for tiktok It's going to be slightly different to the content that you design for your Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So you have to study that particular platform. 
understand it, understand the trends, how does it move, so that we can be able to do what to um, to tailor and customize your your marketing content. Otherwise, it's going to be irrelevant. Absolutely yes, absolutely yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I think to add on that, uh, Tavang. So we actually saw the same thing when twitter influencers turned into brand ambassadors mm. you find a person with a lot of followers approached by a big companies or companies rather to start promoting goods and um, products for them so i can actually guarantee you that those who will have a lot of followers on tiktok will be approached by companies to run promotions and of course i mean companies will also host their ads on tiktok mm. because i mean phil actually highlighted the numbers and figures there to say there were about 500 million downloads of that particular ad mm. so you can it, it can actually tell you that if you host your ad on on tiktok of course you will have a lot of um, um uh, people actually interacting with your ad and i mean um, almost everyone is actually uh, using social media and for those that are basically using social media they already jumped and they're already jumping into that platform now mm -hmm. Uh, well, it's a very interesting uh, phenomenon that we are observing, and I think it is really about to, you know, change how the whole corporate identity has been has been looked at, um, you know. And I think, particularly as you know, when whenever companies are looking into digital uh, platforms to push their corporate identities, uh, it's important also to note, uh, you know, to be careful of um, what you put out. Um, so that it doesn't really backfire because you know, so social media and digital mm, platforms mm. have got way much power in, in the, the, you know, mm. the view that the public has on, on, on companies. Now, as we, wrap up, as we wrap up, what can you advise, Jens, here? What can you advise? What kind of advice can you give to someone who's starting out a business today regarding how they should shape their own identity? Uh, someone who's, who doesn't even have a, a product out yet, what are those things that they need to start with uh, from the scratch? Um, to make yeah, sure that they maybe uh, before I actually um, put a comment about wrapping up um, uh, Tabang, I'm, I'm, I just want to comment on the last sentence that you actually made about uh, um, um, social media and how it can actually be good to you and also bad to you. So I think a trademark um it's quite important right um that simply means registering your, your your brand so social media is a platform of course uh where we can use it to get exposure but then if you use it to get exposure without being registered again um or registering your brand your company brand then boom you lose mm. it's a game of chess so it's quite good uh and jumping into wrapping up and um a bit of advice i think finding what can make you stand out then brand your products or services um and align your image to your services and um making sure that you basically build your brand that will actually assist in maximizing a, a consumer and market appeal so it is quite very important that you basically um find what can make you stand out and then do it with passion then brand your products or services if you're selling um, mostly consumable products or products that people can wear make sure that you brand it 
but if you are in a uh, industry whereby you're basically providing a service make sure that your 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 brand and your image is of professionalism so phil actually talk, uh, spoke about uh, the things like uh, uh, branding your uh, your uh, customizing your email address and ensuring that your business cards are, are actually in line and mm. proper so make sure that you find what can what can make you stand out and then brand it that will actually maximize um your uh, your market appeal absolutely yeah um <clears throat> just to to conclude um you know one of the the key aspects uh guys when it it comes to um small businesses and uh, entrepreneurs you are still uh, starting up i think uh Tawang, you would remember there was a a very very uh product uh that, <laughs> yeah. that, that had a very funny name do you guys remember that i remember that one eh? yes so, <laughs> yeah, yeah so you see those are some of the things uh when you do business you have to think them through starting from the name of your product how's your product going to look if you are selling a consumable product or even if you are selling a uh, uh, things like apparel because you want to have a product with a name that is catchy that is easy to remember that is simple and that is not insulting i mean if you you talk about the example that i just referred to right now that's not one of the product that you want to have uh, Uh, with a family uh, on your table at a family dinner so the last <laughs> advice that i want to, that i would give to yeah, that i would give to um to businesses uh, the startups out there guys one of the critical things uh, for you as a startup is and this is what i always tell uh, people when you do our our training have your business canvas your business canvas is going to be one page it's like your pitch where you have yes. you, where you have um, uh, all your idea description mm. of your product and uh, um, all those elements that you have to have to uh, include in your business canvas that one pager is going to be the one uh, the the one selling point that you're going to be using in terms of uh, looking for customers looking for funding and stuff like that and it's also yes. going to to inform your marketing strategy it's going to inform uh, the design of your corporate identity it's going to inform a yeah. whole lot of the aspects of your business so that's one of the most crucial things that i would advise uh, the SMEs and the startups out there to have have your business canvas uh, have your idea of uh, things like the logos uh, your marketing strategy and most importantly know who's going to be your customers yes that is your ammunition your ammunition exactly thank you yeah 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 that was a very informative uh, uh, advice that you gave there and just just before we also wrap up uh, where can people um, you know get in touch with you uh, whenever they need you guys services is it about before you bahamas? actually even proceed um, you, 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 you nearly said bahamas <laughs> that's a catch my friend immediately you go on google you put bahamas yeah. i will come up there power of corporate identity man yeah yeah <laughs> you yeah. come up ne? and and you know what walter 
yeah. Actually, I think we might, might our, we might need the whole segment of this uh, and educate the, the the business owners out there to say, how does it come that when you type Bahamas, Walter's business Bahamas come out on your uh, on your Google search? Google search. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it should be for next weekend's topic. Perhaps let's put it there. Could be very much interesting because exactly. then what you'll be doing, you'll be leveraging on what is existing to try to put something that just started recently. Um, so you can be using the power of the Bahamas exactly. as a well-known uh, area to leverage your business itself. So where can people with you guys and um, just quickly tell them um, what business you're doing. I think I should, um, I'll start on that. Um, so I'm on um, all major um, social media platforms, um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can actually find me by um, Walter the First, Walter underscore uh, the underscore uh, first, and I'm also on LinkedIn as um, Walter Baloy. Um, so yeah, um, and also, of course, about the Bamas as well. Um, is on um, Facebook and uh, Instagram um, uh, as the Bamas One, at the Bamas One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mostly use um, LinkedIn for professional link up because I'm in the business services. Uh, so actually, what we do is uh, we specialize in research and market research as mm-hmm. well as um, digital marketing and analytics thereof. So if you are looking for <clears throat> for hours uh, right there on YouTube, I mean on your uh, LinkedIn. If you want to see to place my name, you find me there on LinkedIn. Okay. Um, okay, thank you very much. And I think that's uh, all that we had for this first episode. And uh, we'll be looking uh, you know, forward for the next weekend when we'll uh, be chatting on these issues as well. So thank you very much, guys. Um, I think we just have to go back. We, I also, from this session, I really believe that there are certain areas in my business that were lacking. So I will, I will be revisiting it and listening to this uh, podcast and start rebuilding whatever that I was building. No, thank you for having us. Podcast. Thank you very much. And uh, um, have a great thanks, thanks, Tava. Um, have a great weekend and a safe one too.